turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Everybody and welcome to this evening Good Friday edition. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. It's a blessing to be here with you on this Good Friday and every single day uh, that I get to report to you and uh, spread the gospel, bring the truth, and just uh, have, have good fellowship with you guys here every single day. And that goes for the entire Real America's Voice audience, whether you're watching on Pluto, um, uh, Roku, Fire Stick, Samsung TV, Apple TV, Android TV, uh, the, uh, the Real America's Voice app. If you don't have that, definitely download that. The Getter Chat, the Getter Chat has been on fire absolutely on fire for Real America's Voice News, and we'll save the best for last, and that is the original Live from America family right here. It's been a pleasure, folks. I want to start the show off with something special for you today, if I could. It is Friday, but don't worry, because Sunday is coming. It's Friday. Jesus is praying. Peter's asleep. Judas is betraying. But Sunday's coming. It's Friday. Pilate's struggling. The council is conspiring. The crowd is vilifying. They don't even know that Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The disciples are running like sheep without a shepherd. Mary's crying. Peter is denying, but they don't know that Sundays are coming. It's Friday. The Romans beat my Jesus. They robe him in scar. They crown him with thorns. But they don't know that Sundays come. It's Friday. See Jesus walking to Calvary. His blood dripping, his body stumbling, and his spirit's burden. But you see, it's only Friday. Sunday's coming. Amen. It's Friday. The world's winning. 
people are sinning and evils grinning. It's Friday. The soldiers nailed my Savior's hands to the cross. They nailed my Savior's feet to the cross. And then they raised him up next to criminals. It's Friday. But let me tell you something. Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The disciples are questioning what has happened to their king. And the Pharisees are celebrating that their scheming has been achieved. But they don't know. It's only Friday. Sunday's coming. It's Friday. He's hanging on the cross, feeling forsaken by his father, left alone and dying. Can nobody save him? Oh, it's Friday. But Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The earth trembles. The sky grows dark. My king yields his spirit. It's Friday. Hope is lost. Death has won. Sin has conquered. And Satan's just a laugh. It's Friday. Jesus is buried. A soldier stands guard. And a rock is rolled into place. But it's Friday. It is only Friday. Sunday is a coming. It's Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday, but Sunday is coming. I got to tell you, this time of the year, it is so hard to watch, but it is so amazing to be a part of. It's Friday, but Sunday is coming. Amen. Amen. I will ask you guys today on this good Friday to share this video out far and wide. There is no more important news to spread than the good news. And we've got plenty of that here on Live from America. Let's shoot to some emails if we can. It is good to be back in the live free or die granted state of New Hampshire after being gone to Arkansas. This comes from Bobby who says, Hi, Jeremy and lovely wife, Sabrina. I have been in the background watching daily since your backyard days, devoted to both to both and donating monthly from my SSDI. Thanks in part to you, I will be baptized during an upcoming Easter service. I have deepened my faith after hitting rock bottom. When all is said and done, God and family are the most important thing to hang on to. I was wondering if I placed an order for a t-shirt, will I receive it in time to wear at my baptism on Easter? I was looking for a ladies maroon because of God, I am shirt. And I'm sorry, Bobby, we just saw this email today and we won't be able to get it to you for your Easter baptism. But I want to say thank you for sharing your story with us and we will get you a shirt out uh, next week. I promise you and we love you. From Brandy, I wanted to share some good news. It reminded me of your story you told about your daughter. My fifth grade son renewed his library book this week. I didn't know what he checked out last week. I assumed it was just another Where's Waldo book, but it turns out it was the Bible. He told me he's reading Luke. He also said, or he also told me that he is reading it to his friends at school. My baby is spreading the gospel. I asked him if he got the idea from listening to your recent show where you talked about your daughter doing this. And he said, no, mom, I did not watch that episode of Jeremy with you that day. Mind you, this is a public school. Can you imagine if more children did this? The lib teachers would freak out, and number two, this world would be a better place. Keep up the great work, Jeremy and Eli. You keep up the good work, and we'll keep up the good work as well. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the good news of the day. Thank you very much for sharing that. Larry Reha, a great, great man who watches Life from America and has for a long time, says, 
Well, in these days and age, it's not easy to actually get or find the truth about anything anymore. It's hard to believe anything so we, uh, that we read or see on TV. Um, my wife said, since my stroke in March 2020, I have changed. And I must agree, having a stroke, believe it or not, is a very real life altering experience. One I wouldn't wish on anyone. I'm writing to you because I want you to know that watching your show and seeing everybody pull together gives me hope for humanity. I have to admit I was scared to death. I would pray and start watching your show and all the prayers and people who actually care made me, wa- uh, made me keep watching your show and God's prayers and verses you do along with the truth about what's really happening in our society was very uplifting and I have to say I didn't feel all, at all alone anymore. So just really wanted to say God bless you, sir, and thank you. You know what? That's why we do this show. I could care less about anything other than that. And I want to thank you, Larry, for sharing that with us. So let's go to the Lord right now and let's do that. Let's lift up this world. Let's lift up the hopeless and give them hope. Let's lift up the joyless and give them joy. Let's lift up the godless and show them God on this April 15th year of our Lord. Good Friday of 2022. As you release your weakness to me for my purposes, you become a treasure in my kingdom. Making yourself fully available to me guarantees that your life will not be wasted. I will use it for my glory. In response, I dispatch my power to you. From Romans 12.1, it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Again, Romans 12.1. And from Leviticus 27, consecrate yourselves and be holy, because I am the Lord your God. And before you turn out the light tonight, offer your frailty to me for my service. I receive it as a sacred act of Worship, remove your hats, ladies and gentlemen, as we go to the Lord on this beautiful Good Friday. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, But deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And I got to say, watching the transformation of the people that have watched this show for so long and watching me transform right alongside of them, there is no greater thing. And I want to say thank you to each and every one of you. We're going to go to our commercial break, our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. I want to thank you for being here with us on this Good Friday. And we will be back with more live from America on Real America's Voice News right after this. Wasn't that a powerful, powerful testimony about that young kid who's doing the same thing that my my daughter's been doing? That, ladies and gentlemen, is God working in mysterious ways. God working in mysterious ways. And I want to thank you for all the rumble rants to go towards Eli's salary to be here on live from America. I, uh, we, we did this. We brought him in just praying that God would provide. And so far, so good. And it's so wonderful to have one of my best friends for the last, I don't know how many years, since 2005. So 17 years now, I've known this man. And it just so happens that his name is Elisha. I don't know. Sounds pretty spiritual to me. Anyway, folks, we're not going to take long commercial breaks today because I do have to get out of here early today, and I don't want to keep them uh, keep being here longer than I need to because we do have a Good Friday service to get to, so I hope you guys don't mind. Um, Hair 2 says, Jeremy, you brought me back to the Lord. No, sir. No, sir. The Lord brought you back to the Lord. But I understand what you're saying, and I want to say thank you for acknowledging the power of this show. So we're just going to go in and out of these commercial breaks pretty quickly, you guys. I just want to make sure that you guys are okay with that. Again, uh, I don't want to be too late for the Easter service because... Easter service, Good Friday service, and Easter services fill up really fast because the people that do not come to church all year long pick those days to come to church. So I hope you guys are okay with me leaving a little bit uh, early tonight. We'll just make sure that we keep the commercial breaks to a minimum, and we'll get through the uh, we'll get through the actual segments 
and then we'll uh, we'll call it a night so you guys can be with your families and I can be with mine as we go into this beautiful Holy Week end, okay? So let's get back to it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News, the number one growing, fastest growing news station in the world. And uh, it's a testament to how people are doing, how things are done here. You know what I mean? Christian-based, family-based values, American values, real news, honest views. You can't beat it, and I'm happy to be a part of it. Now let's get to the first and foremost section. Please put your cups up on this Good Friday. Let's have our first slurp. And let's get into it. Earlier this week, I showed you that even MSDNC was fearing the massive, massive red tsunami of 100 seats for 100 years coming in this November. And they had to admit it, and they had to show their fear. And I showed you this video earlier this week. Um, By showing you the massive numbers of people either switching party affiliation or who have dedicated uh, uh, their their next vote. Maybe they voted for Joe Biden, but they have dedicated uh, their next vote and committed their next vote to voting red because of the absolutely horrible job that Joe Biden and the left is doing. Anybody that did vote for them or anybody that was on the fence and didn't vote at all or anybody that voted for Trump first and then they let Twitter and Facebook and the, and the mainstream media influence their vote by saying orange man bad, orange man bad, racist man bad, and they let it all cloud their actual judgment, they're all running from the left and the left knows it. This is why I do not, look, I didn't think Biden would last through last summer. Here we are going into the beginning of this summer. And that dried up raisin is still around. We need to get rid of this guy. And the second in charge isn't any better. Neither is the third in charge. But you know what? We need to start somewhere. There's no way this man can stay even in the, pow- uh, in, in the party because he is tanking the party. At least Obama could lie and have charisma. At least Obama could smile and lie through his teeth. This guy doesn't even know where he is. I showed you the video earlier, and I know you've seen it all over today where he got done his speech and he reached over to shake somebody's hand and there was nobody there. So then he started walking towards the audience and you could hear his handlers, Joe, Joe, and he turned around and he went that way. He didn't know where he was and this is worse than I've ever seen him. This is worse than the true international pressure moment. This is worse than the, I got, I got, I got hairy legs that, 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 that turned, turned blonde in the sun. And I learned a lot about cockroaches uh, that summer and I learned about kids jumping on my laps. And I've loved kids sniff, jumping on my lap. I mean, the guy is literally gone. There's nothing upstairs. Hello, McFly, no light bulb, nothing. He's gone. Bye-bye. He's checked out a long time ago. Whatever they got him juiced up with, that Fauci probably paid some Chinese uh, biolog- uh, biological lab to make for him on taxpayer dollar to keep him up so he make him look like weekend at Bernie's. I don't know what it is. But now, ladies and gentlemen, it isn't just MSDNC who has been forced to show the numbers of people mass exodus from the Democratic Party, but it is now CNN as well. CNN uh, did a segment today where not only does it show that Joe Biden is literally polling worse than Jimmy Carter, worse than Richard Nixon when he got on that helicopter, worse than any president in history to this point in his fake, illegal, illegitimate residency. Let's just go ahead and roll the tape. There is brand new polling out on the presidential approval rating, and it's not good for President Biden. Joining us now, Harriet and CNN senior data reporter. These numbers are really tough. You know, John, I don't like just looking at one poll. I like looking at multiple polls. And there were four different polls released this week. Uh, Quinnipiac, we had a uh, Hart Public Opinion Strategies poll. That's with NBC or CNBC, Ipsos Reuters, C- CBS News, YouGov. I want you to look. These numbers kind of differ. They range from the low 30s to the low 40s. Low 40s is not good either. But what's key is the lowest are tied for the low for the pollster. Lowest tier. Lowest tier. This is one point off the lowest. Lowest tier. And when you have three or four pollsters showing the lowest numbers for the president of the United States, 
that is indicative of a president who's in a lot of trouble, at least to where he has standed historically. Well, let's talk about history here. How does Joe Biden, President Biden, compare to former President Trump in this stage of the presidency? You know, there was always that thing. Oh, Donald Trump has the lowest approval rating at this point in his presidency. We did it over and over and over and over again. Well, at this point in his presidency, Donald Trump's numbers actually his average approval rating is one point higher than Joe Biden's, which is at 41 percent, Donald Trump at 42 percent. A first-term president at this point in his presidency, uh, this is the lowest. This is the lowest for anyone who was elected to the presidency and didn't get up there through the vice presidency. This is a really, really, really bad number. This is a really, really, really bad number. When you get three reallys from the only person at CNN that seems to have gray matter between their ears, well, ladies and gentlemen, then you know you are triple screwed. And that is what the left is. And that is what the communists are. They're triple screwed. And with, with Pennsylvania um, uh, outlawing ballot drop boxes and with all these uh, election security measures and laws that have been put into place in all these swing states, how can they win? They definitely sure as heck can't win with, uh, with, with Joey Applesauce. It, can't, it won't happen. It won't happen. Give him his applesauce at the resident home and let him just sit there and soil himself. I'm not trying to say anything bad about people that are in, that are in nursing homes, but that is where that guy needs to be. He does not need to be running the free world. That is a danger to society. But when MSDNC and CNN comes out in the same exact week and shows you that, well, ladies and gentlemen, expect 100 seats, 100 years. Now, let's go down south, if we can, back to the great sunshine state of Florida. Do you know how popular Governor Ron DeSantis is in Florida? I don't know if you actually do. I don't even know if the people that live in Florida know exactly how popular Governor Ron DeSantis is with the people of Florida. And don't get it twisted. Just because somebody says they're on the blue side does not mean that they don't love themselves some future president, Ron DeSantis. But let me just tell you how popular he actually is. The top Democrat opponent for governor currently running against the future president, Nikki Freed, held a rally, excuse me, not a rally, a press conference. No, no, excuse me, not a press conference. Well, let's just call it a civil discussion with about 10 people. Because that's how many people showed up to see the Democratic candidate for governor. Top Democratic candidate, by the way, Nikki Freed. She literally held a little roundtable discussion outside and only 10 people showed up. Oh, but did I mention this as well? Not only did only 10 people show up to the top Democrat who is facing Governor Ron DeSantis for the gubernatorial seat of that great sunshine state of Florida, but that included staff. That is how bad it is, folks, because it even included the staff. Would you like to see this massive monumental rally that was held? Well, here you go. This is top Democrat Nikki Freed. Something very sad that happened today. Um, moments ago, Governor she just said we have to beat ron DeSantis. we have to win because he just moved us back 50 years in florida and that and the reason why she's there she was supposed to have this big rally or at least this big i don't know press conference where a bunch of her supporters showed up where she was there to counter the bill that was signed into law by Ron DeSantis that we talked about on the morning show where he signed it into law that you can no longer murder a baby after 15 weeks. Look, this guy has cemented his spot as a future president in this country based on what he's done only in the state of Florida already, period, period. Like him or love him, this guy will be a future president because he has shown, much like President Trump, that he's in it for the people and not for himself. Over and over and over again. So a big, big shout out to Ron DeSantis. And uh, I feel so very happy 
for the loser left and their top Democrat candidate, Nikki Freed. I am so happy. Fried Freed? Well, either way, her name is spelled Fried, F-R-I-E-D. I would assume it's Freed. I would assume it's Freed, but let's just say, hey, Nikki's fried because Ron DeSantis has really put a, uh, put her out. She's done. She's fried. She is over. Stick a fork in her. She's done. Look, if you're the left, a left that can mobilize, a left that literally can call on their lapdogs at the drop of a dime and have a thousand people there wearing the same exact shirts miraculously just printed out of nowhere in the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis has them on lockdown. You tried to lock down us. You tried to lock down the world because coronavirus, he's locking down any chance you ever have to win. They know they're screwed. So they're not spending any of their money on, on uh, trying to fight Ron DeSantis. They've really, they've really just called Florida a wash. They know there's nothing they're going to win there. So that is a testament to the great and wonderful people of the great state of Florida, a testament to the person that they chose to be their governor. And thank God they got him because he is really lear- earning his stripes and learning how to be a leader of the free world. I love that guy. I wish I lived in Florida sometimes, but I do love the great state of New Hampshire. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Man, I, I just can't believe, I really can't believe how, 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 how bad her support is there. I really can't believe it. Um, Ginny says, 15 weeks is still living formed baby. Amen. Amen. He should have signed it from conception. No, I agree. I agree. I do agree with that. But I mean, hey, we can't, I mean, I guess we can't hope, I guess we can't think we're going to get everything. You know what I mean? This is a step in the right direction. And you know, if God can just see that we're making the right efforts, if God can see that we are making the positive movement and the right efforts towards all of this, then hey, I'm right there with him. I'm right there with him. Let's uh, let's come back again right from this commercial break. I want to thank. Um, oh, I just seen I seen a whole bunch of Rumble rants come in again, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to I want to see who that was real quick. Ellie May, God bless you. Thank you for the twenty five dollars. Uh, Dorsey, thank you for the twenty dollars. Uh, One Shell Nine, God bless you. Thank you. Pink Moon, thank you. She says for Eli, thank you for all that you do. Hope Travel Girl. Thanks for all you do. Wake up, people. Happy Easter. And Miranda Dolan says, Our God reigns. Death could not keep him in the grave. Lord Jesus, thank you, Jeremy and Eli and the LFA family. Well, thank you, too. Thank each and every one of you. It's a blessing every single day to be here. And you have no idea how happy I am to get home to you guys. It is incredible how sad I feel when I'm gone on the road. All right, let's come back. Here we go. You know what? I don't think I need these anymore. Ugh, starting to fog up in here. Starting to breathe all that hot air out. Uh, if you guys could do me a favor and help share out the uh, the Rumble video, that would be great. All right, let's come back from this commercial break. Here we go. And you're locked and loaded right here live from America. Real America's Voice News on this Good Friday. And you're here with the literal, great, literally the greatest audience in the world because they've become family members. We have thousands and thousands of people who watch this show daily, and they are truly family members, folks. Well, here we go. The left, well, we'll, we'll call them the left. The, the triggered communists, that's, that's actually a better term. The triggered communists at Twitter made their move, ladies and gentlemen. They're tired. They're tired of Elon Musk pushing them around. They're tired of Elon Musk bossing them around and bullying them, these triggered communists that wear pink hats. And they did exactly what I told you that they would probably do this morning on the morning show by adopting the very same poison pill that we spoke about to use in an effort to thwart Elon Musk's effort to destroy their little communist woke-topia and censorship that they have become so, so incredibly great at. Let's just destroy that woke-topia. Let's destroy that, 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 that utopia of censorship and that communist way of thinking. That bedwetting, those bedwetting Twitter shareholders who cry every time you want to tell the truth. Those bedwetting communist Twitter shareholders who cannot stand that you say something different than what they say, whether they're right or they're wrong. They don't care, ladies and gentlemen. And they've really shown their cards here, ladies and gentlemen. When they've used this poison pill... Option, they really showed their cards. They, they have showed the world. 
that they would rather implode and destroy themselves than to give the company over to somebody, regardless if you love them or hate them, the guy's about free speech. They would rather kill their own company, which, okay, see you later. We got Getter. We never needed you anyway. I'm watching this purely for the optics of it. I just want to see what happens because if Elon Musk is, is successful in doing this, it is, uh, th- that is the string that we can keep pulling at and unravel their entire, entire system that they have built, worlds that they have built of commerce and social media and, big t- and uh, uh, regular media, uh, news media. We can just start pulling that string and unraveling all of their lies right from there. That is why I'm paying so much attention to this. But we talked about the poison pill this morning, and let's talk about it. They've decided to implement the poison pill rather than move forward with Elon Musk's lucrative offer to purchase the company. So, ladies and gentlemen, as was widely expected and reported in the aftermath of Elon Musk going hostile on Friday morning, on Saturday morning, Twitter adopted a measure that would shield it from hostile acquisition bids in desperate steps to prevent billionaire Elon Musk's offer to, comp- uh, to take the company private. Of course, Elon Musk didn't want anything to do with that. He did not want to be on their board. He didn't want anything to do with it. He wanted to change the company, period. He wanted it to go private, period. Now, the board set up a shareholder rights plan, also known as a poison pill, which, as was clarified yesterday, for the benefit of the company's overly dramatic, overly literal, and overly snowflake employees, But it's not literal. It's not a real poison pill. And which is exercisable if a party acquires 15% of the stock without prior approval. Lasting for one year, if the pill had expired the day after the midterms, it may have been a bit too obvious. The plan seeks to ensure that anyone taking control of Twitter through open market accumulation pays all shareholders an appropriate control premium according to a statement that was put out today. For a company that has struggled greatly with value creation, on Friday, Twitter stock closed at $45.08, or $0.18 cents higher than where it closed on its first day as a public company of $44.90. A poison pill defense strategy allows existing shareholders the right to purchase additional shares at a discount effectively diluting the ownership interest of the hostile party. Poison pills are common among companies under the fire from activist investors or a hostile takeover situation. So, again, they would rather tank and destroy their own company than to have somebody come in and destroy their little leftist, woke-topia, communist party that they have built over the last however many years. And you know what? Let's, call, let's, let's keep it going. Side. Let's keep it going. Let's watch and see if they will really, if they will actually really do what they say they're going to do. Let's actually see if they got the guts to do what they say they're going to do. Now, let's take a flashback to 2018, to a Project Veritas video from 2018, where they told you all about how they shadow ban Trump supporters and how they can make it so nobody can see your content. Now, we've seen this. We know this. But this is the kind of stuff that drove Elon Musk to do what he's doing. And ladies and gentlemen, if he's successful, this is a major win. This is something that you and I needed in order to take this country back, whether you like it or not, or whether you like how it was handled or not. It was something that we needed in order to take the narrative back in this country. Check out this video from 2018. You ban someone, but they don't know they've been banned because they keep posting, but no one sees their content. So they just think that no one's engaging with their content when in reality, no one's seeing it. You just sort of turn off all of the features for them. So like, they still see everything, it's all there. You can like it, you can favorite it, or you can like retweet or whatever. But uh, at the end of the day, no one else interacts with your, no one else sees what you're doing. So uh, all that data is just thrown away. Uh, it's risky though. Let's say for the pro-Trump thing, and I am anti-Trump, I, I ban this whole account, I go to you, and then it's at your discretion. And if you're, if you're anti-Trump, you're like, oh, you know what, I'm almost right, let it go. You know, it's a lot of bad press if, if like, you know, people figure out that you're shadow banning them, it's like unethical in some way. Ladies and gentlemen, they just, 
they they we knew what they were doing and thank god to people like for people like project veritas getting this information out because if project veritas didn't exist if this information never got out then it would never have prompted a billionaire to say that enough is enough i'm going to show these people that you don't do this in this country now i don't agree with elon musk on a thousand things especially the transhumanism cyborg stuff i don't agree with him working with you know doing labor in china i don't agree with all that but i do agree with what he's doing here period and i don't have to agree with everybody on everybody look the enemy of my enemy is my friend i'm all about it the enemy of my enemy is my friend and i am all about it that's what we need to do we need to continue to shut these guys down we need to continue to show these guys that we are on the offensive and we're not going to take it anymore. We're not going to take it anymore. Now, speaking of communists, we're so everybody's talking so much about Ukraine and Russia and Ukraine and Russia and Ukraine and Russia, but nobody in politics, nobody anywhere except outside the war room maybe or here on Real America's Voice News talks about the threat of what China is doing to their people right now. Right now, it is hell on earth in China. Period. There's no other way to say it. Most people would probably rather be in hell than be in China. Right now. And for all of you out there, for all you youngsters, clamming and yearning for socialism, or worse, communism, let me just show you, if I could, what communism actually looks like. Because what they're doing in China right now is the same as what Nazis did in World War II. Concentration camps. Concentration camps that people are not coming out of alive once they're thrown in there. I'm going to show you two, re- two quick videos before we go to this next commercial break. And I want all of you youngsters out there who are clamming and yearning for communism to watch what China is doing to its own people. Plucking them out of society and throwing them in concentration camps. Tang 认认真真, well, there you go, guys. There you go. Oh, you want more? Oh, don't worry. There's more. I got more. Check this out. This is in also in China. And uh, this, ladies and gentlemen, is um, them literally, uh, what I just said, plucking people out of society and beating them and using force to throw them in concentration camps. Check this out. is communism there youngsters you really want that are you sure you want that and the second amendment by the way isn't for hunting the second amendment is not for hunting the second amendment is to stop stuff like that that is what the second amendment for is for and that's exactly what's coming here to the united states real fast if we don't do something about it we're gonna take another commercial break here in real america's voice news this is live from america i'm jeremy harrell and we'll be right back right after this All right, to my Live from America audience, I seen that Jason actually did not mean to put up 500. Is that the case? If not, Jason, then you should be able to go right to Rumble and you should be able to pull that back. 
Uh, other people have made that same mistake before, and you can ask them in the comments how to do it. If not, make sure you call your bank right away before they, they're probably closed right now, depending on where you are. But uh, if that if anything happens where you need that, uh, where you did not mean to do that, we'll get that right back to you. But you should be able to reverse it with Rumble. And if not, I should be able to call Rumble and have them reverse it, okay? So just let me know. Everybody help me because uh, I won't see Jason's comments. If I can ask my producer to also get Jason's comments. Um, I, when I seen that, I was like, what, $500 donate? Are you kidding me? Like, that, we could really use that. And, uh, but you know what? Don't worry about it. You, you, thank you for every, anything that you did give, and we'll give that right back to you, okay? Love you, Jason. God bless. Thank you. But there's, that's communism, you guys. You really want communism? There you go. That's what you're going to get. That's the kind of stuff that we're dealing with. We're going to allow that here in this country? I do not think so, my friend. Jason wants to do 25, so I'll instruct my producer to write that down, and we'll get a hold of Rumble. Uh, Jason, you try to do it on your end. Uh, if not, then I will get a hold of Rumble uh, tomorrow morning, and I will make sure that that does not come out, okay, sir? And we'll get that back to you. But thank you very much. God bless you for that 25. We'll appreciate that, and we could use that as well. Let's get back to the show. Love you guys. Man, you guys are awesome. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, guys. This is Good Friday. I hope you're going to spend wonderful and... Um, much needed time with your families and with the Lord. Uh, my family and I watch the Passion of Christ every Good Friday. So after our Good Friday service at church tonight, we will be going home to watch that as well. And I think if Jesus suffered for us, then that's the least we could do is refamiliarize ourselves with what he went through every single year. Amen? All right, let's go back to the border, ladies and gentlemen, where Joe Biden will be impeached. Because of his felonies, he and cackling Kamala Harris have committed by allowing this hostile invasion of our country take place. Um, It will already have irreversible consequences. Can we just say that, folks? The people that have already came will already have irreversible consequences in this country for years to come. And that's not counting the thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions that are getting ready to come the rest of this year. Now, Judicial Watch has reported that the Mexican drug cartels are now flying drones by the thousands, literally thousands of drones at the border in order to keep an eye on our U.S. law enforcement and uh, in order to transport drugs and humans because it's so incredibly easy under this Biden administration. Now, my friend Ben Berkwam has been on the border more than anybody in this world for any news station. And his uh, evidence, his footage, will incriminate Joe Biden someday. I can promise you that. And me and Ben and I had a long talk about this when, I was, uh, when he was hosting me for, uh, for a visit at his house. Um, but this right here, ladies and gentlemen, takes it to another level because it shows you that the Mexican drug cartels are in charge of that border. They own that border. And let's talk about it. The drug cartels have conducted more than 9,000 drone flights in U.S. airspace in the last year to surveil American law enforcement and security operations in the southern border region. A senior homeland security official told Judicial Watch this week. The drones are observing federal, state, county, and city agencies near the Mexican border, including the U.S. Border Patrol, Texas Department of Public Safety, Texas National Guard, county sheriffs, and local police. And by the way, let me just say, this is why Governor Abbott Abbott needs to get up out of his wheelchair for a second. I'm using that as a euphemism and a metaphor. Don't worry. He can't get up. We understand that, and I'm not being rude either. I'm being very, very matter-of-fact here. He needs to get up and he needs to call it what it is. And it's a southern invasion, uh, border of, uh, invasion of our border. And he needs to use the resources of, uh, of the full and might of the Texas National Guard and any law enforcement agency that he has access to to stop this invasion and stop just sending them throughout the country. That is useless. Are you doing it to make a point? Okay, your point's been made. Are you doing it to draw some attention to it? Okay, attention has been drawn. Now stop the bleeding, sir. 
because you're putting these people at risk when you're talking about the drug cartels. Look, the drug cartels don't operate by international law. The drug cartels are not in any way beholden to you or me or U.S. or Mexican law. They do what they want. They have their own law. So they will think nothing about chopping the head off a Department of Public Safety worker, chopping the head off a Texas National Guard member, dismembering a county sheriff or local police officers. Are you stupid? What is this guy waiting for? I am so sick of all this praise on Fox News and other people here on this network about how great this is, that he is sending them all over the United States when he could just stop it. There's a lot of rhinos in this country, ladies and gentlemen, and they are everywhere. The Border Patrol, which operates under Customs and Border Protection, has captured about a dozen of these drones and accessed the unmanned aerial vehicles Uh, guidance and memory systems to gain intelligence information according to a high-level official at the agency. Judicial Watch learned about the Mexican cartel drone incursions during a recent visit to the southern border and specifically while interviewing federal officials at the CBP Rio Grande Valley sector in Texas. Now, Ben knows all about this, too. Ben knows all about this, too, and he knew about it before even Judicial Watch did. So that, that should give you an idea of the work that Ben Berkwam is doing on the border. Judicial Watch is further investigating the matter and has filed a Freedom of Information uh, Act request with CBP, the 60,000-member agency charged with keeping terrorists and their weapons out of the United States. For all records regarding the use of drones by criminal organizations operating along the U.S.-Mexico border for the purpose of surveillance, uh, surveilling, excuse me, U.S. law uh, enforcement officials or otherwise facilitating illegal activity. The federal public record request includes but is not limited to all information depicting the known or estimated number of instances of the use of such technology, as well as all reports, intelligence assessments, analysis, or similar records related to their use. Folks, when you're dealing with the cartels, you're dealing with people that are on the same level as MS-13. They do not care. They will kill anybody who comes their way. That's why it's so important that we continue to show Ben our support. That's why it's so important that we continue to fight here, too, because everybody's saying it, so we'll jump on the bandwagon, too. Every state is a border state. Every county is a border county. Every town is a border town. And we need to continue to expose and work against this administration so we can lock them up and drain the swamp. Now, speaking of Ben Berkwam, I had the honor of being with my brother Ben Berkwam the other day in Arkansas, along with Heather Mullins and the rest of the RAV uh, production team, the on-road production team. And I've had the honor of being with Ben Berkwam on the border. And I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, what Ben does and what Ben has been working on is absolutely unmatched and incredible. Now, I did not get to go on to Oklahoma with Ben. I left Arkansas to come back to New Hampshire, and Ben went on to Oklahoma. Last night in Oklahoma, Ben interviewed an ex-Cuban who is now a legal citizen of the United States of America about communism and about what communism is like. Now that we're going to take this a step further from that video that you just saw from the CCP and China, and we are going to go and watch this video from this interview that Ben Berkwam had last night in Oklahoma with a man who used to live under communism in Cuba. Check this out. Talk to us about the reality of what communism truly is. That is actually a deception. Um, I have a young um, son, 21, and he was around some young man that says, yeah, communism, we need communism. My son tried to talk to them, but their mentality they've been taught about the communism is that the reason it hasn't worked is because it hasn't been done right. That's what people are believing on communism. How bad is, is, is how bad is communism? I, I cannot even describe it. I can't. You know, because I refuse to be a communist. I was spit on, I was kicked on, when I was little. But my parents used to tell me, "Hey, come son, one day you're gonna meet a free country." My dad was taken away as a slave, and I had to survive. Just the birds you see, that was my food. Mm. And uh, I came to this country finally, June 1st, 1970. Mm. It took me 10 years to be a citizen. 
and I'm more American now than most people. Amen. And I will fight. Amen. And this is why I say, that's why I asked you that, that question. Because I will fight to the death so that my kids will not experience what I experienced. Thank you. I will fight to the death so my kids don't have to experience what I experienced. The birds in the air were my food. My father was taken away as a slave, and I was left to fend for myself. I came to this country in 1970, and it took me 10 years to become a citizen, and I will die before I let my kids grow up the way I grew up, see what I see, live through what I lived through. Now, I have to tell you something right now, folks. You saw on that. I want to switch back over. Can we switch back over there real quick? You see this right here, Save America Freedom Tour? Had Ben and I not started doing this, had God not directed us to this kind of a movement, you would have never heard that story. You want to know why? Because you would never have any news station in the world play it. You would never have any prominent, large news station or any, anybody that, that cares about anything play that. They would never play that. We will. And we're doing God's work out there. And that's why we're succeeding. And that's why we're winning. And that's why we're going to have 100 seats for 100 years. People need to wake up. And they need to wake up real fast. And that is why you'll see the Biden administration accepting um, illegal immigration and causing mass disruptions uh, and causing mass migration around the world in countries where they're not going to come here and talk about how bad communism is because they don't want you to know how bad communism is. That's why they wouldn't let people from Cuba in. That's why they wouldn't let people from South America in here because they knew they would come in here and vote against Democrat. So God bless Ben Berkwam and God bless that man for his courage to tell that story and to give us that testimony. Powerful, powerful, real news honest views we'll be right back right after this folks that's why we do it right there that's exactly why we do it and i'm so proud and i'm so happy pam mom says i'm literally in tears the state of the united of the world destroys me but then terry comes right along behind her and says you can't beat god so let's remember that okay terry you can't beat god and he's doing things that we we see it every day don't let the bad outweigh the good let's just put a light on the bad so we can destroy it. Let's shine that heavenly light on that evil so we can destroy it. Otherwise, it just lives in the dark and continues to come after us. Amen? Take another drink of my coffee, and we're going to come back to the uh, second-to-last segment here. Here we go. God bless you, each and every one of you. Happy Good Friday. I love you. And welcome back to Live from America, folks. What a powerful last segment that was. Tears. Tears. Throughout the chats. All over. Because we understand that man's pain. We understand how much he loves this country that we were so lucky to win the lottery to be born in. He had to fight to get here. And those are the kind of people that we want in this country. Those are the type of people that we want immigrating to this country. I'd take them over half the people that were born here, to be honest with you. Let's shoot from Oklahoma and go up to Bellingham, Washington. Because in Bellingham, Washington, a local school district has paid a middle school student $2,000 of the district's taxpayer money because it can't, for anybody who lives in Bellingham, Washington, this comes from your wallet. Just so you know, Bellingham, Washington, a school district paid a middle school student $2,000 to perform a drag show at school folks if you could make this stuff up you could not make this stuff up if you could make this stuff up you could not make this stuff up can we put it can we put it on the on the, on the cover here here we go there it is look at that ladies and gentlemen tell me you wouldn't be scared in your room if that came out of your closet no pun intended tell me you wouldn't be scared in your room if that came under your bed from under your bed looks like a monster And I'm not afraid to say it. Bellingham Middle School awarded child $2,000 to perform a drag show. Watcom, W-H-A-T-C-O-M, Watcom Middle School. Gender Sexually Alliance Club for 10 through 12-year-olds 
came up with the idea to host the Drop Dead Gorgeous Drag Show. Totally normal, right? Yeah, especially when it's on your tax dollars. How about that? But don't worry, because the school insists the drag show will be behaviorally appropriate, KGMI reported. What in the H-E double hockey sticks is behaviorally appropriate about that monster that I just showed you on the screen? Because that's what it is. A monster. What's what's behaviorally appropriate about that? 10 and 12-year-olds doing that in schools? Taxpayer dollars? Bet you're happy about that, Whatcom uh, residents, Whatcom uh, middle school residents. Word of a drag show at Bellingham Whatcom's middle school has raised some eyebrows. Oh, gee, you think? But the district says that it's not what some people have portrayed it as. Oh, yes, it's nothing to see. It's not what you think. It's like when you walk in and see your spouse with another person sexually. No, it's not what you think. Oh, what do you mean? You just tripped and fell in bed together? Oh, it's not what you think. Oh, yeah. Uh, 10 and 12-year-olds dressing up as in drag is exactly what we think it is. Don't spin your way out of this one. It's not Halloween. The Drop Dead Gorgeous Drag Show was conceived by Whatcom's GSA student organization as part of Bellingham's school's Think Big Challenge. It's one of the seven student clubs that are receiving grants of $1,000 to $2,500 for ideas ranging from science, you know, that you learn in school, the environment, that we learn in school, student transportation, and even crochet. So why not throw in some good old drag in there, huh? The money is not coming from the district, but is a grant from Bellingham's Public Schools Foundation. Well, where do you think the money comes from? If it is a grant from the Bellingham Public School Foundation, and public school foundations get their money from the public, where do you think the money's coming from? I love how these people use wordplay to try to think and, and, and try to spin it like we're dumb. The event hasn't been scheduled yet, but will be extracurricular and will happen outside of school hours with your children. How do you like that? I got to tell you, these, these people, you know what? I think we better do it. Let's just go ahead. I think they deserve it, don't you? You know what's coming, ladies and gentlemen. You know what's coming. You can sing right along with it. Here we go. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day. Not only the school organization, but also the school itself, Whatcom Middle School in Bellingham, Washington, you get the dumb, dumb award of the day because that's truly stupid. It's not even Halloween and you got monsters running around your streets. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, we need a red wave in November. That's what it really just comes down to, folks. What, everything I just showed you right there, we need a red wave in November and we need a red wave of people that are not rhinos. A MAG, MAGA first, America first, make America great again. Trump supporting red waving White nationalists, as they call us, that's what we need in November. And our strategy has worked so far. Don't get me wrong. Look at November. I'm uh, look at Virginia. Look what happened in Virginia. The strategy is working. And you want to know why it's working? Because we're not playing their game. We're not trying to beat them at their own game. We're not lowering ourselves to their game. We're going ahead of them, and we're doing things they've never seen before. We're doing things that keep them on their toes or on their heels. We're doing things that keep them backpedaling. We're doing things that make them want to come play our game, and we're doing things that make them want to play Heinz and catch up, if you understand the pun. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is actually pretty good news, and I've been waiting for this to happen. Because I I believe we've caught them off guard. The Republican National Committee, the RNC, has officially, sometimes Ronna McDaniels does things that are smart. I don't think she's doing them. Either way, the RNC has officially withdrawn from the commission presidential debates over biased commission's refusal to play fair. I'm okay with this. I've actually been calling for this. If we're not going to play on the same field, if we're not going to play by the same rules, then why play at all? These commissions and the, the, these commission on presidential debates are so one-sided. Look what they did to President Trump. Look what they did to him. 
Look what Chris Wallace did to him. Look what every one of those moderators did to President Trump during them debate. I, look, I, come, you come to us. You want to debate? You come to us. Otherwise, you can stand there like Joe Biden on stage and shake hands with nobody. How about that? I'm okay with this. It's official. The RNC unanimously voted to withdraw from the biased commissions on presidential debates over the organization's refusal to offer Americans a free and fair forum to evaluate presidential candidates. Quote, to be clear, we are not walking away from debates. We're walking away from the CPD, the RNC said in a statement. The decision comes after a year-long rule change battle between the CPD, which reportedly refused to adopt the RNC's list of debate reforms, and the RNC, which accused the commission of deliberately failing to, quote, provide a fair and impartial forum. I agree 100%. What is not to agree about that? Now, the left will come out and they'll say, oh, look, they don't even want to debate. They're de- they- I'm telling you right now, here's going to be the talking point. They don't want to debate because they're scared. They're denying people the right to democracy, even though we live in a republic and that's how stupid the left is. They don't even know the right word for the name for this country and what we actually live in. They're denying people right to democracy. They're scared. They're running. Um, what else are you going to hear? Um, they're trying to change up the way our system has always been. What the founding forefathers wanted, the Republicans are running because they don't have a message. They can't stand on anything. These are the things that you're going to hear dripping out of their mouths, the lies just dripping down their lips on CNN and MSDNC and the rest of the know-nothing mainstream fake news media. You're going to hear all those talking points and some that I've never even heard of. Oh, trust me, it will come. Now, the CPD has a history of favoring Democrats by naming left-wing journalists as moderators who happily hijack Republican candidates' talking time. In the 2020 election cycle, the CPD chose Fox News' Chris Wallace, who asked slanted questions favoring Biden and Steve Scully, who incompetently tweeted a private conversation he had with a notable anti-Trumper and then falsely claimed that he was hacked, if you remember that. After the 2020 election, when the CPD used COVID-19 as an excuse to delay the first presidential debate until after mail-in balloting in some states began and then hired a moderator who once worked for Joe Biden, the RNC and others were fed up with the CPD and its leadership. So the RNC demanded board term limits, limited public commentary on candidates by CPD staff, and a punishment process for the moderators who have apparent conflicts of interest due to personal, professional, or partisan factors. Remember when What's-Her-Name was getting the questions from Hillary Clinton? What about that? What was that girl? What was that lady's name? I can't even remember her name because she's such of a loser nobody. Uh, somebody help me out in the comments. She was the one that was getting the questions from Hillary Clinton beforehand, and so she was really giving her softball questions. I can't remember her name. Long story short, Lahu Zahar. And a big shout-out to the Republican Party for doing this. This is what we need to do. You want to debate us? Have all your talking points you want. Cry to the sky all you want. Shake your fist. Pull your pink hat. Tweet mean things. It doesn't matter. You want to debate us, come and debate us. Because when your talking points run dry and you're not getting any um, any uh, ratings or any uh, viewership on your stations because there are no debates, we'll be winning while, you'll, while you're losing. And I've always said, winners are always focused on winning and losers are always focused on winners. So why don't we just keep it that way for a while? Let them chase us for a change. What do you guys think of that? Please let me know in the comment section what you think about the, the RNC and their move to hold these presidential debates accountable for their lack of professionalism and their lack of just pure knowledge. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. Donna Brazil, that's her name. Yeah, she's that forgetful. She's still working. Does she still have a job? What a loser. She moved from CNN to Fox. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fox hired her. What a dumb move that was. Anyway, let's, uh, let's finish this last segment here. I, I can't believe we're actually over time. I thought, we held, I thought we held time really good here. Anyway, let's come back from this commercial break and finish out here. Here we go. Oh, I want to make sure first, though, that I've got. Give me a second here, folks, if you will, please. Hate to take up your time, 
but I want to make sure I've got everything situated and set here. And we do. Okay, perfect. All right, let's come back from this commercial break and let's finish out strong, ladies and gentlemen, because the show is finished and it is finished. Let's do this now. Here we go. And welcome back to Live from America here on this Good Friday. Thank you for being here, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, folks, another Christian company, another Christian man who's working hard out there for you, Mike Lindell. He's always working hard. His company's working hard. He's working hard behind the scenes to save this country. He might not always be in the news, so you might not always know what he's doing, but that doesn't mean the guy still doesn't need help, and he does, it doesn't mean that there's still things that you have not actually gotten from my pillow yet. So if you do go over there for Easter sales, they're going through Sunday at midnight, you the promo code LFA. It helps Mike out. It helps us out. Now, finally, ladies and gentlemen, we've gotten to the point of the show that I've been waiting for. And I want to end the show with this instead of our normal way today. So, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Remember, folks, we will be back live on Monday morning at 11 a.m. and again in the evening for the Real America's Voice audience. I want to say have a happy Easter. Have a wonderful time with your family. Make sure you understand all through this weekend what this weekend really is. If you have church services, go to them. Be part of the fellowship. Be part of the congregation. Be part of worshiping what this time period actually is because without this time period, that we're celebrating in what happened in our history, you and I would have no chance. We would have no chance at salvation. We would have no chance at a happy life. We definitely would not have any chance for joy in our hearts. So ladies and gentlemen, I would like to play this for you as a parting gift here on this Good Friday. And remember, folks, come Sunday, it is finished. Have a wonderful and happy Easter, folks. Bye-bye. Is the